To learn Chinese with Jen, I'm Jen, and we're going to move on to lesson 11. Realize that I'm a little bit behind, I kind of lost track of time. I have like a break, and then uh, now with this uh, quarantine thing and the self isolation thing going on, you kind of lose track of time. But every day, I try to do a little bit. I either do the handouts, or I think of the next lesson, or I just do a recording. But I'm committed to having. Um, episodes and lessons every now and then I try and like target like once a week for something and well with these times that are ongoing I did think like mm, what I was gonna do right and in my head I do have some Chinese sayings that help me to tide over this time and help me to think deeper about the situation and to think long term as in, it could summarize my feelings about the my current mood into one saying. So I thought that, uh, since I could think of the sayings, why not I'll just do a bit more sayings? But ultimately, I would really want to go back to, on, to going on track about actual lessons because um, these are fillers. So today, we, I just wanted to cover um, another saying. Um, so this is a Chinese saying. And it's um, the second one. So the previous one I did, Sai Wong Shi Ma, Yan Zhi Fei Fu. And also, Sai Wong De Ma, Yan Zhi Fei Huo, right? So it's just whether something good can be something bad, actually, and something bad can actually be something good. So um, it's about how you want to change your perspective and think about things. And always try and maintain a very stable core within you so that you, no matter what happens, you are stable. Right. Um, the good things can become a bad thing, a bad thing can become a good thing. So just don't be so sweet easily. So today's saying, um, for me, I thought it kind of made sense. And I just thought about it, about how we should know when to give up and when we should persist, right? Because you, you want to make sure that there's enough left before you persist. So if you refer to the handout, you will have an idea of what I'm going to talk about. But if you don't have, today's saying will be, So I'll just break it down. Again, you'll see some of the words here have like up to 11, 10 strokes. So they're quite complex words. Um, and I will break it down into uh, bits and pieces of it. So you have liu zhe. Liu zhe. Really, it's like leave with. So if you leave something there, or you leave something behind, basically. So liu zhe is leave, right? And then qing shan. Now I'm teaching you a new color. I've never really taught color. But um, color is another one. So qing is green. Qing is green. Shan is mountain. So for some of the words like Shan, you realize it kind of looks like a mountain. That's how um, the words actually came about. Because uh, before they did, when they had the, the traditional Chinese text, they resembled more of the actual object. So you can see how Shan, when you learn how to write it, it looks like a mountain. Uh, others, they have been changed since we went on to the more... Um, simplified Chinese writing. So it kind of lost how it looks like. But some of them have still retained that structure. In fact, if you know um, 
Ren, 美国人 we talk about it. Ren looks like a person standing with the legs open. So that's how it's like. So again, 留着青山 So you leave the green mountain. Qing is green. Shan is mountain. Zai is present. So um, I'm present here. So 我在 So together, the first half of the saying is 留着青山在 And if you think about it, it's like you leave a green forest present, or you keep it there. And then you can assume you can kind of guess what's the second half of the saying, which is 不怕没柴烧不怕没柴烧，不怕。We talk about 不 right? 不 makes something a no. So 不怕怕 is afraid. So 不不怕 becomes not afraid, or you're not scared or afraid, right? And then 没 it's another word for no. Sometimes you use no. Sometimes you use not. Right. So that's how 不 and 没 kind of go together. But 没 has a More meaning of like a nothing, lack of, that you use with something like a object after that follows after it, while 不 is more with an adjective, so 不怕没柴烧 so 柴 it's actually referring to firewood because you get firewood from the forest, you cut down the trees, you get firewood. We have to think about how the background of all these things they came like really long ago. The modern days, um, we don't have that many things, so we don't cut trees for paper. We cut trees for firewood at that at back in those times, so you have to be more realistic. It cannot be something like you leave the forest there and then you won't be afraid. There's no paper, but if you go back, it will be more like firewood. It's more practical than paper at that point in time. So chai is firewood. You can even see like you break down the word firewood itself. There's even. Uh, a component which is wood. Yeah, so you can think about how like chai comes from with from wood, and then shao the next word shao is to burn. Uh, I haven't really taught all these things, but uh, you can see the, I think it's called the reciprocal. Yeah, which is like you can see within shao itself. There's also a word for burning a fire within it. So maybe I should do it in a more systematic way in future, where I break down the words and show you how the how you can even try and guess what family the word belongs to or guess how it's pronounced just by breaking it down. So these are like little tips and tricks. Once you can recognize how the words are written, you can recognize and you break it down into different parts. You can kind of guess how it, what kind of family of words is it. At least guess like oh is it related to fire is it related to wood and then you can also guess how it's pronounced so as you build your vocabulary you can expect that you know things will get easier the beginning will be a bit harder, uh but I also wanted to show you and give you that kind of encouragement that you know this journey of learning Chinese is going to be tough but it's also very meaningful because you have that foundation. And it's not just learning the word itself, but also learning the history behind it, and also learning、um, that kind of attitude towards life and how you can view things, which I thought that was the most beautiful part about、um, the Chinese language. In fact, any language, but each language will have its own background and history, so they will have their own stories behind it. Because、um, I also know that I don't know much about Malay, but I do have friends who are Malays in Singapore. And they do have their own sayings too. So, like English, has his own saying. 
Chinese has its own thing. So if you learn more languages, you'll pick up all these things and you just enrich yourself, right? So back to this one, you realize that this saying is very familiar. It's something like, um, don't kill the goose with the golden egg that lays the golden egg. Because once you kill the goose, then you wouldn't get more golden eggs. So it's a very short-term view that you can just kill the goose and get the current eggs. But if you actually let it live, there'll be more golden eggs. So the same thing. It's like you don't want to get rid of the entire forest because it means that you will never have a supply. You'll cut your own supply of firewood. So it's a very short-term view of things. So my point about this is, and for myself too, it's just a reminder that, you know, you're going to look at long haul. And... Yeah, you have a short-term view of things, but you also have to know things long, far ahead. So again, I'll just say the saying. You can see that um, I have five rows, right? So two times you will trace it, and then three times you write it on your own. Just take note like how um, how the words are, the relation, the size of each component, between components, and then also within the box itself. It's like a symmetry that you must have within the box that will make sure that, like, the words are nice. Yeah. I cannot tell you much, except, I mean, if you wanted me to look at how you write and to give you some comments about your script, sure. There's also, um, you can just go ahead and email me or assignments. I can mark them, too. Uh, I'll just circle and tell you, like, oh, you know, this shouldn't cut. Because some of the lines, you will know that they wanna, you want them to intersect. Some of them, you don't want them to touch at all. The slant or the angle is something that you want to take note of, too. But as you look more and more, this is one particular font, right? But there are actually many different um, Chinese fonts that uh, might, look, might look a bit easier to write. But I thought this one was quite standard, too. And uh, I just want to encourage you that as you write, you will start to feel that the order. Like sometimes I look at it now, I don't even remember the order of the characters that I had to go and search. And then I realized that, oh, I've been writing it wrongly. But I've been very systematically systematically wrong about it. So as long as you get your basics right, you kind of get a feel for it. You can improvise it as you go along. So I'll repeat the saying again. And then um, please, I encourage you to try and write it down. You kind of feel the spirit of the word as you write it, right? And then try and internalize this part. And then soon you will be able to fit your own and see how you can build your own sentence structure from this too. Because these are how um, the words are actually used in the real world. All right, okay, so I'll go ahead and I'll just read it. 留着青山在,不怕没柴烧. 留着青山在,不怕没柴烧。留着青山在,不怕没柴烧。留着青山在,不怕没柴烧。留着青山在,不怕没柴烧。and with that I've come to uh, today I have a test yourself section because I thought like oh since we've done three sayings let's try and apply them so what I have is um, the first one right so test yourself section question one uh, you would think of this saying when you want to tell someone or tell yourself like, you know something bad happens but 
it may turn out to be a good thing, a blessing in disguise, right? So which of the three things that we have gone through so far that will give you um, that kind of meaning? Okay. So think about it. It's definitely, like you can see, it's the four words and then the four words. So it's one of the Sai Wong, which is the story of the man with the horse, right? So in this case, something bad happens. So he lost his horse. So Sai Wong Shi Ma Yan Zhi Fei Fu Sai Wong Shi Ma Yan Zhi Fei Fu So he lost his horse. That was a bad thing. But then we're not sure whether it's going to turn out to be something good, right? Okay, so question two now. Don't kill the goose that lays the golden egg. Well, the English one, it's uh, mm, like kill the goose that lays the golden egg, right? But then uh, the Chinese one is framed in a positive way, right? So what is the Chinese version of this? So this one has something to do with a forest, right? You want to leave the forest there so that there will always be firewood. You can think of paper, but it's not paper, it's firewood. And you can see how, again, like, the previous one was four words and four words. This is five words and five words. So a lot of Chinese, you can see it's a lot of symmetry. And they usually tend towards, like, two words or four words. It's just a slant that they like. So in this case, it's, you leave the forest, right? So, 留着青山在,不怕没柴烧。留着青山在,不怕没柴烧。and that's question two. So um, it's just basically just leave something so that you can still continue to read something from it. Right. So the, the third question will be uh, something good happens, but it may turn out to be a bad thing. And then again, you think forwards and forwards. It's got to do with Sai Wong and his horse again. So the horse came back this time, but it, it might be a bad thing. So we had fu, now we change it to huo. And we had shi, which is lost, and now we have de. So you shi, jiu you de. I introduced a new word, I just realized. But there's yo, right? I, I'm not sure if I've taught yo before, but yo is half. So you have lost, you have gained, basically. You have gained, you have lost, whichever. So um, I would just go ahead and give you the answer, the extra vocabulary that I just slipped. I will write it down on the, the website. So something good happens and turn out to be a bad thing. So it's Sai Wong De Ma Yan Zhi Fei Huo. Sai Wong De Ma Yan Zhi Fei Huo. And then with that, I've come to the end. You realize that again, this Recording is a bit different from my usual ones because I had need to come and do some like sound correction, make it sound a little a little bit better on your ears. So thank you, Nate, again, and I look forward to like hearing from you soon. Please go ahead and try the practices, and I'll see you again very fast. Um.